Well, hello, ladies and gentlemen, or boys and girls. I'm sorry, Tim, for messing that up. This is Perry Kostadakis with an instant reaction episode of the Seminole Rap, talking directly after FSU's Garnet and Gold game, which really didn't follow the typical format. It was more of your standard scrimmage instead of a team drafting, or excuse me, instead of two different teams being drafted out of the same team. We saw Mike Norvell put each quarterback in different situational situations, for lack of a better word. Uh, we saw goal line situations. We saw 99 yard yard drive situations, middle of the field with each quarterback, Tate Rodemaker and Mackenzie Milton and Jordan Travis getting their chance to showcase their talent and make their claim in this quarterback race. We have heard Jordan Travis has looked the best. We have seen it um, while we've been at practice. And he looked very, very good today. The thing is, Milton came alive. Like, Milton has struggled a little bit as spring has started. Understandably, it's a new system, new coach, new players. Today, he struck like, it seemed like there was a little bit of apprehension in his game when it first started. Jermaine Johnson just terrifying. was getting in the backfield. More on him later. And he kind of, Milton just threw a few dirt balls, a little overthrows here and there. But man, once he started to get comfortable... It led to that deep completion to Malik McLean. And from then, like, Milton just turned into a gamer. The lights were on. He was going. Him and Jordan Travis going back-to-back was great. It was hopefully a glimpse of what we're going to see come 2021. To me, in my opinion, the way to proceed forward with this quarterback battle, you let Milton run it, be the city hand, and you bring Jordan in. Like, he is not wildcat, but he, he will provide that same spark that he did this year or in 2020 excuse me the idea was to use him in that way before James Blackman proved to be unplayable and then Jordan Travis took over so I think that would be the best way to do that that's just my personal opinion though I'm just a little small Greek boy receivers wise um, one of the big concerns was that the two best receivers all spring had been Malik McLean and Joshua Burrell, two freshmen, barely 90 days on the campus. Today, we saw that there's still talent. Like It's not the deficit of talent in the room that has elevated those two. It's more those two are just generally very good. Like Milton, maybe a little bit too hyperbolic in his praise, but said McLean is going to be playing on Sundays. Like He... Just had a great feel for the game. He was taking it in. He was understanding what was going on. Burrell got a few great looks his way. Didn't have as much of an impact. Just today specifically, he has looked great all spring. One freshman who just absolutely flashed, like absolutely stood out, Kevin Knowles. He's still got a little bit of work to do stature-wise, and that's something that Norvell acknowledged. But he was flying around. He had the only turnover of the day. He had huge tackles for losses. He laid the wood. He was moving around, like, very excited. And it's great to see that level of commitment and energy for, again, a kid who has been on campus 90 days. Speaking of other new people on campus, the transfers. The transfers showcased why they're here. We already talked Milton, but Jermaine Johnson was fantastic today. 
He got a little bit hampered later on in the scrimmage, went to the injury tent, appeared fine, sat on the sideline, had his helmet on. I think he wanted to go. He looked ready to go. They kind of just took things easy there. But he was in the backfield nonstop. I'm doing quotes on the sacks because they were not real sacks. But he was like havoc. The entire D-line looked very good. Robert Cooper, Fabian Lovett, Dennis Briggs Jr., Derek McLennan. And then, actually, Quishon Fuller looked very good, too, in the plays that he went in for relief for Jermaine Johnson. Jerrion Jones also looked very good. He said he is 100% healthy, and he said he understood what he needed to do last year, but said that his body wasn't doing it. And his explanation is now he's 100%. He's fully where he needs to be, both physically and also mentally, as far as knowing and comprehending the playbook. It was a great day. Like, it really was just an overall win for FSU. Recruiting stuff we'll jump into way more on the actual pod, but got a commitment today. Got, I think, 100, three, four, and five stars on campus, all taking it in, all getting to see the beauty and wonder that is the brick decorated campus of Florida State University. And, you know, there's a softball game going on right now, too. So hopefully they're going to go watch FSU get a top 20 win. Outside of that, you know, it was just execution was there. It was smooth. Mike Norvell was engaged on keeping consistent with what he demands out of his players. And I think the most encouraging part was there was no sunshine selling on that part of Norvell, which he's not really won that lot. Like in that way, he doesn't coach speak um, and project positivity on something that's not there typically. But today he was like very extra assured and being like, listen, there were some positives, but he said glaring. Like he used the word glaring. He goes, there are some positives from string, but there are glaring things that need to get fixed. And for him to just specifically use that word, stands out to me, and I think he knows this team is capable of taking a bigger step forward than six wins, which is the standard that people have placed for average performance. I think he wants to win all of them, obviously. If he (laughs) didn't want to win all of them, I would have a lot of concerns. But he knows this team can be more – he knows there's no – opportunity for excuses anymore like they had a full spring they're getting back tomorrow after the game watching every play and going out on the field and recreating every play that was bad and fixing it and he says i don't care that every team in the country right now is going oh what we're going to be what we're going to be what we're working towards because i need to see that actually happen and that's encouraging like you want again like norvell has this disciplinarian title that's come with him and while he's shown to be a dork and like loving with these kids I mean they had the giant pool party the other day he has a mechanical bull in his garage which I have some concerns about but I mean I guess he was in quarantine for a little bit so he needed that anyways he is pushing these kids where they need to be something that I thought was interesting I asked him about the fact that he was calling sacks like instantly like as soon as the quarterbacks moved and I was like, is that because of injury concern? Is that because of, you know, just not wanting to give him the leeway? And he was like, yeah, I want to create that adversity. 
Like sometimes it's a little more helpful for the defense to be second eighteen, but also it's a situation they have to deal with rising to maintaining that success. And then on the flip side, like Jordan Travis doesn't get the benefit of just easing into a broken play. Like Norvell wants to see the execution of that specific play. He wants to see it done right and done well. In a game, yeah, whatever. It breaks losing in a touchdown. Like, you get to the sideline, calm it down. But he stopped so many plays today, which is great. It was constant coaching. And for for uh, the Willie Tiger, you know, PTSD people who are still, like, dancing in practice worried, there was music playing, twenty like, the whole game. And to my untrained eye, I did not see a single person dancing. No player. Even during like the downtime, even during the like Andy Staples, Andreas, and fake coaching thing against Gene Deckerhoff and Jeff Cameron, they were engaged. The players were there. The execution was just so much smoother. There was no where do I go? What do I need to do? It was great to see. I don't think I have any more points, because and I don't think you want to listen to me anymore. So stay tuned for both a triple option featuring. Trey Rowland, Adam Brown, and Kevin Little dropping with an instant reaction, as well as a full breakdown coming Monday. Um, full seminal wrap also coming this weekend. Full coverage from today on TomahawkNation.com, in addition to baseball coverage and all other weekend sports coverage. And you know, with that, that's a wrap.